Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I like to pay respect to the Buddha. I like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello again, everybody. Hope everyone is doing well. Remain healthy in residing in a good, safe environment, in a good, safe place. So, as we continue studying the Dharma, studying the Buddha's teaching, we have to always remember that as human beings, you and I, everyone around us, and everyone throughout the entire universe, through the entire planet, we all do things in order to get some kind of benefits to ourselves, to improve ourselves, to make ourselves better, to have a happy life, right? To have a comfortable life, to have enough to provide to our families. That's what it basically comes down to. The reason that we do things is we are going after things to make us happy, to, to give us comfortable living environment, to give us suitable living uh, area. And basically, that's pretty much uh what we need as human being the only thing is there are many people who get lost in this uh pursuit of things in order to support life in order to 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 find something to please the senses they go out too much to the extreme that they end up hurting themselves and others but most of the time they think that uh they it's not they don't hurt themselves they sometimes they do whatever even though they have to lie or to to cheat or something for their own benefits and don't really think about what happened to others, it eventually comes back. So the thing I'm trying to point out is that we all do things because we want to gain something. 
we want to get some kind of benefits um, we want to have uh, improvement in our life or uh, we want to get something better than what we have right now right we want to have a we have we want to have a better uh, situation you know so whatever situation that we are in it's not enough that's why we go out for more okay so <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with that as long as you are aware of what you are doing okay but that is usually the problem that uh, since we cannot be happy with ourselves we cannot be happy with who we are so we try to get that happiness from everyone around us and from the material that um, we think make us happy and as we all know um, things does not always turn out the way we want and we get upset we get mad and things just snowball from there so again so we do things in order to benefit ourselves which includes our studying of Buddha's teaching okay Buddha's teaching so meaning that when you study Buddhism it's pretty much the same in the same way that you are taking lesson taking up uh, some kind of lesson some kind of study because you want to learn something right so it's like a class okay and why is it that you are taking why you're doing the learning why bother why you need to learn something right because if when you learn something when you do something you expect to receive some kind of benefits at the end right you go to school you learn whatever skill that uh, you you learn that you take up because you know you're gonna use that skill to go to uh, work to do your you know to your to earn your living so that's why we all go to school you know without skill without knowledge who you know it's difficult for us to find good paying job so that's academic so Buddha's teaching so what is it then that we gonna benefit from but we are looking for happiness and uh, we happen to hear from people here and there that Buddhism is a peaceful religion they teach the Buddhism teach about um, being calm to be happy to be to uh, you know to have 
a peaceful life to relax right um, and all that so we hear all of that and so we explore we sort of okay let me look into this a little bit see what buddhism can benefit me right and that is at least you know would be some for some people they get that much but a lot of people don't even know what buddhism is you know um there are different parts of the world who never heard of buddhism never know who buddha uh, was and all that okay so for you at least you hear about buddhism you heard about uh, um, you know a little bit here and there for some of you some and for some i'm sure the more advanced and more and has more study than others but regardless when we study something we want to get something back okay otherwise don't waste your time we're not we, we well i don't even have to tell you that otherwise you won't waste your time okay it's better off to uh, go watch tv or go uh, listen to music it's better off that way than you know studying something that don't benefit you so it has to provide you some kind of benefits okay so again <clears throat> as a buddhist so we study buddha's teaching in order to understand because the way of the buddha is that yeah as a lot of you have already know that the pursuit of the happiness the true happiness that we all can have is something that is from inside right that is the message from the buddha the true happiness is not out there but it is inside of us but since people overlook what is inside people have run in, run into all kinds of issues and you know in in life you name it you know it from young age to old age doesn't matter how old people are young and old male or female teenager or 50 years old it doesn't matter you whether you have a phd or you only have a high school um, diploma you know or you are a lawyer doctor it doesn't matter okay it doesn't matter okay so as you all know you know there's so many uh, doctors and lawyers who have depression uh, there's also many you know uh, many millionaires and billionaires who have life issue okay with families with you know it okay so here we are we study buddhism we study buddha teaching okay and as most of you know the buddha teach us to look within to look inside 
ourselves okay instead of looking out to the world to 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 extract stuff from the world to make us happy okay to extract things from the world meaning to extract whatever money fame um, from people to enrich ourselves with all this this in order because do you think which people think that that's what make them happy is to become millionaires and billionaires there's nothing wrong with that but the thing is they when you think that becoming millionaires and billionaires is the ultimate happiness then you should go interview those millionaires and billionaires to see, to see if they have achieved the ultimate happiness and it's a guarantee you will find out that it's not All right so when it i'm not saying that uh, you don't need uh, you know material stuff because you do um, in order to maintain to support um, a, a living uh, existence on this planet right okay so as the buddha teach okay so to see the true happiness because in the four noble truths the first noble truth is suffering right and so to avoid that and the buddha show us the four noble truths the suffering the root of suffering right the end of suffering and the way and the path how to get to the end of suffering right the four noble truths okay and the suffering that the buddha refers to even even though in in buddha's teaching the buddha did teach about both the form which is the body okay um and the mind okay and as the buddha broke down the 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 or did the analysis and show what the body is how they comprise which is a real science okay this the body is divided into 28 categories and they in the attributes of body the attributes of the particles it's all in there okay it's all in the abhidharma and that is a, but that is a small part because when it comes to physical you know it's science it's a, it's a, it's a, it's science of of heart matter right but the main concentration is on the on the mind which is formless the mind has no form okay so there's a world of form and the world of formless okay and as we know the mind your mind anyone's mind there's no form the mind but the mind is there we all know that you as you listen to me of course you have a mind that uh, understand what i'm talking about 
So there's a mind there. Okay, but that mind, there is nothing that you can grasp onto, that you can touch, right? It's empty in its nature, but it's there. See, and that is the, uh, the very difficult science that scientists today cannot comprehend, cannot find out what it, it is. But we all know that our mind is there, right? Now we are here, we are conscious, we are aware of our surrounding, okay? So you, we, have, we have a mind. So this mind here, as we talked about before already, so this mind is like a software that runs um, the, the physical body, the form, okay? So when the mind is upset, it of course affects the body, right? When you have anxiety, it of course affects the body. When you have stress, it of course affects the body. And if you keep uh, putting more negative uh, emotion, negative pressure onto the body uh, more and often and and again and again, of course, the body will become sick. Okay, the body will become under stress because the two are working together, the body and the mind. The body can affect the mind in the way that when the body is sick, okay, when the body is sick, the mind becomes worried or becomes agitated or restless or whatnot. Okay, because when the body is sick, that's what it does. And when the body is normal, is healthy, but the mind is upset, the mind is angry, the mind is uh, under stress, the mind has negative activity going on, it creates all kinds of uh, chemistry that affects the body. Okay, so these two, the form and the formless, interact with each other, right? You and I and everyone around you is like that. That's what we, that's what human being is, okay? Form and formless, all right? The form is the body and the formless that is uh, occupying or operating the, the, the form, the body, is our mind. So, that's what, that's the big part that the Buddha taught. It's about our mind. Okay, and as you have listened to my previous episodes, most of my concentration is on the teaching of the mind and what the mind is, right? How our mind comes to be, how our mind begins, how the mind reacts, uh, the emotional mind, the ego mind, right? All that, okay? Uh, most of the talk that I talk about is about our mind, right? And it, But it all 
they all point to one thing. Okay, every uh, most of the talk um on the later episode because I assume that um most of you have listened to the the previous episode at least the the pre the episode one through episode thirty okay from one to thirty those episodes are like the uh the the foundation the slab of the house okay you build the slab you build the foundation before you put on the frame you you before you put on the wall and the roof right so those first 30 episodes are the foundation and the slabs of the house okay and from there we build we start building the walls and the the roof and everything else okay so hopefully you had the opportunity to at least uh, listen to those okay because there are certain things that you cannot skip in order to understand you cannot skip elementary and go straight straight to high school okay you have to have the basic before you can uh, because before you can get to uh, the next level okay so when it comes to the mind okay um, the mind in its nature the mind in its nature it is empty okay it's empty and that's the only way that the mind can become whatever the mind becomes right the 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 nature of our mind okay is empty it has no bias opinion no nothing okay it's just like a like a clear glass of water okay that has nothing in it pure okay because just just think it's i'm sure you can understand this pretty easy if the mind is tainted is is always tainted let's say if the mind is always yellow let's say there's no way that the mind can understand what the color yellow is because the mind itself already yellow right so it's already tainted but the mind is clear it's the only way that the mind can experience all the experiences okay if the mind is always angry there's no way the mind can experience what angry what anger is because it's already always angry right the same thing like for example a clear glass of water the water is clear no color okay if the if the if the glass of water is already start out as a, let's say a blue color water okay when you put other color into it you won't really let's say you put in the yellow color into it 
you won't you won't the, the water will not turn yellow because it already has blue in it right so yellow plus blue you will probably get green or something okay you don't you won't the the the, the glass of water won't become blue but if you want if the water is clear you put blue dye in it the water becomes blue the water is clear you put yellow dye into it the water becomes yellow right if you put a red color dye into it the water becomes red and it's the only way because that way then the the water you can see the true color of that dye right that you can see oh that is blue that is yellow green red right you can see that because it started out with a clear water clear glass of water and then that water change its color based on the dye that you drop into that water and you see ah okay it's it's not um you know it's not uh dilute uh, well it's not mixed with with other color but so again it's the same thing the mind your mind is the nature of our mind the original nature of our mind is clear okay that's the only way that the, the mind can become happy sad um, you know angry upset anxious jealous right shy afraid and all that it start out with a an empty pure mind and then you put different drops of emotion into it and the mind become whatever that drop of emotion that we that we put into okay so when <clears throat> imagine um so another way of looking at it okay another way of looking at it um let's say your mind okay the mind the, the original pure mind the pure mind that we have, that we all have, which is clear, just like clear water, and empty, okay, and empty. So, imagine a piece of uh, a boulder, okay. So imagine, let's say you're on a on, on a nice sandy beach, and imagine a big piece of boulder there. Okay, and around it there are small rocks of different colors. Okay, this is imagination. Alright? So there are small rocks around the big boulder and all of those rocks have different color. Okay? All kinds of color, but they're all different. Okay. So now you have that picture in your mind, I hope, okay? So there's a big boulder sitting on the sand, sandy beach, okay? Nice and flat, 
and all around that big boulder, big piece of rock, there are small rocks with different colors scattered all around, all around that big rocks, that big boulder. They have all kinds of colors that you can imagine. And the big boulder, the big rocks, is your mind. Okay, so let's imagine that. It's the, it's the original mind. Okay, it's the original mind that I refer, refer to as empty, as clear. Okay, and that original mind is the mind usually we experience that for a short period of time when uh, right after we wake up in the morning okay after you sleep right you have a good rest you wake up ah okay the mind is the mind is not tainted yet the mind is just there okay now you wake up you become conscious right ah that's the mind okay that big that big boulder there. Uh, you wake up, uh, clear head. There's nothing going on yet. It's clear. See, you become conscious when you wake up and the head is still clear for that very few seconds after we wake up. But then, as the five senses awake and the memory kicks in, then we start having of course, you know, uh, thought, okay, and we start having thought, and then thought start, and thought gives way to uh, emotion, right, to how we feel, okay, so those small rocks of different colors, Right, around the big boulder, imagine those are the thought, those are the emotion that is happening, and they don't happen simultaneously at one in at the same you know in one time. Those thoughts are just like you know one thought, one rock is represent. One emotion with one color. The other rock is one emotion. Okay. The other rock is one emotion with another color. Okay. And actually, the number of rocks that with those different colors, okay, there are 89 of them. Okay. That's what the Buddha taught. 89 minds. Okay, there are 89 pieces of small rocks around the big rocks. Okay, and those minds, I mean, they don't happen at the same time. Okay, you cannot be uh, happy and angry at the same time. Okay, it takes turn. But in the middle of all of that, there's a big mind, okay? There's a big mind, which is consciousness, okay? 
So when you, so when we wake up, there's consciousness. Okay, so there's consciousness, and then, what, depending on whatever thought comes up, whatever memory kicks in, emotion follows, and that sets up the mood for that particular moment. Correct. Follow. So whatever thought that pop up into your mind, into your consciousness. So in this term, in this particular moment, your mind that I'm referring to is the same as consciousness. Okay? The consciousness or the mind I'm referring to right now is the clear mind, the clear consciousness that we have the clear glass of water okay that has nothing in it empty and then the thought kicks in one of those rock pops up okay whatever color of come in that thought okay pop up that thought pops up and then it takes you to emotion which is which is, I hope you, you remember what I've talked before, that emotion, which is I call the reactive mind, right? Which I call the reactive mind. The mind which, and that reactive mind is not the same as the mind that I'm, I just talk, I just refer to as clear consciousness. Now the reactive mind, we call it the ego mind, right? Yeah, okay. So there's a mind that is conscious, that is just pure, empty, right? No nothing. That's how we, ex that's the only way that our mind can experience everything else all around because the mind is, is clear, is empty. And so it can experience different kinds of emotion, okay? Otherwise, the mind is tainted. So, now the memory kicks in. When the memory kicks in, then we have the reactive mind, which leads to different feelings that we have, which set up our mood, okay, and that is called ego mind, okay, and as you can see, this thing happens pretty fast, isn't it? Without understanding, without hearing, if you do not hear about this kind of teaching from the Buddha, Okay, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have no, noticed what's going on, how this mind is, you know, uh, working. It's just the way it is, right? We just be mad, angry, or whatever, but we don't know why, how it works. So the Buddha um, taught us that. 
you know, taught us people who got the opportunity to encounter, to listen, and say, oh, let me listen, okay, what he got to say, and then he said, oh, it's like wake him up, wait, wow, never, not, never thought of that, well, okay, that's why uh, he's the Buddha, and we are not, right, so, yeah, um, so, there we are, with the mood, and of course, the, it's the, the mood that we have, now, now that we, we, now that we can understand, okay, as we understand our own, the, the function of our own mind, okay, and, we can understand as we now become aware that okay, our own mind started out as something fresh, something pure, and something that is clear, that is empty. Okay? And, but it becomes tainted due to the different things that um the five senses encounter right and then the next step of teaching well now it branches out too many things right one of the thing is that we become aware of the encounters that the five senses um, um, perceive, okay, get in, get in contact with, you see, and also, oh, and one, one other thing that I want to point out is that for Samadhi meditation, which is the meditation that is to calm the mind, uh, the the goal for that samadhi meditation, okay, is that to get in touch with that pure mind. Okay, is to get in touch with the the clear consciousness that we have. Okay, so that is the uh, samadhi uh, meditation. You people who do that kind of meditation is because they want to calm the mind because the mind is so uh, you know disturbed is so agitated and so people run to find way to calm the mind right through different kind different kinds of method you know try to run away from well, people also try to run away from their own mind because their own mind is full of negative emotion. So there are many kinds of ways that people do to run away from their own minds, right? So, for example, drinking. Because people drink to forget, okay? To forget about the issue. Okay, people doing drugs, why? 
because they do it to escape reality they say okay so but in actuality what is it that they are trying to escape they trying to they escape they trying to escape their own mind because they don't understand their own mind so they try to escape their very own mind which is something impossible to do you using drug is probably something that will numb the mind and turn the mind wacky for a while okay but after the uh, substance the chemical wears down you are they are back to the same mind that they have okay so that is why if it's important to understand what this mind is once you understand that you don't have to run away from it anymore because you understand you see what the mind is right and the people there's different kinds of way to run away from the mind even even let's say uh going to the movie that is an escape okay that is an escape even listening to music that is an escape okay now there are certain things that it's okay you know as long as you don't cause um issue and i mean we are ordinary people okay we are not enlightened people and we still have desire we still have you know uh craving so every now and then you can hey you know remember uh try to live the middle way right so you don't do things to the extreme and especially you don't want to do things that cause permanent damage that is that cause addiction and things like that uh that's a no no right okay so even now and then hey you know let me just um relax a little bit and that is fine that is okay we all do, we all need that okay um take a ride by the by the beach you know go to the garden you know do gardening um listen to some music and that's okay you know relax enjoy nature you know smell smell the rose you know eating ice cream that's fine you know that is perfectly okay okay even though we know yeah is something that uh, we are splurging but there is nothing wrong with that okay that is perfectly fine okay we all we know is we come we become aware that what is it that we are doing okay as long as what we do doesn't hurt us and doesn't hurt others and that is all right okay So anyway, back to meditation and even the form of meditation that's also an escape. Okay? The samadhi meditation. Uh you go to a meditation retreat uh one week, one month or whatever, one year, two years doesn't matter how long. 
it's an escape okay because you try to calm the mind you try to run away from from the from the the toxic the toxic toxicity that is going on in the mind so you want to calm that mind that's why you do the meditation the samadhi meditation but for people for some people they who get to know the the true meaning of samadhi meditation they can have great benefits from it by understanding that okay samadhi meditation is a way to bring the mind to a more manageable state right a less agitated state and the more the, the calmer the mind the better uh, the better well the better the mind is okay instead of being agitated and causing disturbance inside all the time um, but for some fortunate folks they when they're able to calm it down to the point that there's no other agitation and they get to the true peaceful state of the mind when the mind is finally clear that is not tainted it's just be or it's just there and empty that and that is the experience that the meditator say wow that is beautiful they don't know what that is yet but they the, all they know is that that is beautiful when the mind is clear you see so that is samadhi meditation but regardless the people who experience even people who experience that state yes they do experience that during that period of time and but after the period that after that when they come back to society okay the mind cannot be in that state because now they uh, interact with people and the mind become agitated again and they don't understand why is it like that why is it that my mind is not calm like that period that they experience and they try to go back there right so now there's desire you see now there's desire to go back to that state and it becomes an attachment okay because that samadhi state is also it also can become an attachment because it's a beautiful experience so another word the mind state are all about experiences okay it's all about experiences we can experience the tranquil state which is beautiful and we can experience the disturbance state which is the different things that the five senses interact with which that's what bring us 
to where we are. Okay, so with all of that, now we have with with the studying. Okay, with the learning that we have, we have to be able to bring this understanding to our everyday life. Okay, otherwise it will not benefit us. It won't one bit. All the study stay in the book. That is not good. All the study stay in the podcast, stay in YouTube. That's not good. The understanding has to be with us. We have to be able to bring the knowledge that we have into our everyday life in order for us to benefit from it. Right. Otherwise, why you go to school? Why waste your time if you cannot reap from what you learn? You have to be able to reap from what you learn in order for you to continue. When you see the benefits, then you can continue. Say, okay, yeah, it helps. Okay, so I'm gonna keep doing it. If it doesn't help, then you're not doing the right thing at all. You know, if the if any teaching does not help you, why why continue? Why bother? So you have to be able to bring this to your life. Okay, you have to be able to bring the the study, the teaching into your everyday activity. Okay. And that becomes what we call an awareness of our own mind. Because once you become aware of our own mind, then you can, then you can apply this understanding to the very mind that we have. Okay, now we become like an island, sort of. Just picture yourself as something like that piece of border okay and you know that as soon as you wake up you are encountering you are contact you are in touch with the world and the mind your mind will come into action okay your mind will experience things inside and outside watch your mind what is the mind doing okay watch the mind because you need to reflect on this on yourself what is the mind doing okay what is your mind doing? When the mind is experiencing an emotion, you will become aware uh, the mind is this, happy. The mind is this, anxious. The mind is this, sad. The mind is this, full of joy. The mind is this, jealous. The mind is this, shy. 
the mind is this fear so on and so forth okay at least you become aware of that okay now you are observing your mind all right ah the mind is my mind is doing this and you watch that emotion watch that feeling okay whatever feeling that is at that particular moment say ah okay let's say even though the let's say the mind is sad so you sit there and watch okay the mind is sad the mind is sad okay you watch it and eventually you know that that sad mind falls away because there's another mind comes to replace it okay there's another mind that comes to replace that sad mind and that mind can be oh all of a sudden you were sitting there let's say you were sitting there sad and all that and all of a sudden your stomach growl and then oh let me go get something to eat you see how the mind change from being sad all of a sudden you forgot about being sad you say i need let me go get some to drink all right let me go get some to eat the mind forget all about being sad you see that's what it means by falling away there's nothing permanent the mind is like that okay so the mind becomes sad due to whatever reason behind it okay and of course it has attachment and craving that is behind the re behind the sad mind let's say okay and then change okay to go the mind think about something else go to work go to whatever so many possibilities that the mind that the next mind now uh, will be and that next mind last for maybe a, a minute or two or whatever and then you this uh you hear something or you see something or somebody come along and say something and then that mind change by reacting to that new phenomenon and the previous mind is gone and now your mind flop change to another episode right that's what our mind does we change from one we change the mind change from one uh, condition to the next it's just change like that imagine just like a, a frog jumping flop 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 it changed like that right it changed from being this to this this to this this to this it changed like that okay after a while you will recognize it you say oh this mind here is like that it changed because of this it changed because of that because everything changed due to the cause that mind is called conditional mind that we have okay our mind is called conditional mind because it has its condition it has its cause 
there's a cause behind it that make the mind uh, perceive certain things uh, that make, create the thought the thought that bring to the uh, reaction from the mind and create the feeling in the mood right and then it change again another condition appear the mind react to it and that mind create a new emotion create a new mood okay create a new mood create whatever you know and then it change again based on the new condition you see so the mind is impermanent now when the mind is impermanent like that see in order for the mind to be able to change to flop from one flop to the next from one condition to the, to the next there's a background mind which is the big boulder it has to be clear in order for it to change it okay you cannot drag the angry mind into the happy mind it doesn't work like, like that it has to go back to the clear mood first but we don't notice it it's during the flop during the the, the jump it it switched to a clear empty uh stat, state and then it grab on onto the next uh phenomenon to the next condition okay so it goes back to the to the clear state to the empty state and then it jump back on to the next one and that's what the mind does okay flip flop flip flop flip flop flip flop like that your mind my mind everyone okay so that is something that we have to learn to observe the mind and that mind is doing that it's day and night okay understand that mind is wonderful it's beautiful after a while you say oh and listen to my previous episode how the mind comes to be and the reactive mind and all that right and that mind belongs to you but that mind is not you because it's a reaction to all the stuff so now if you understand that you can see the reaction oh why why did the mind react this way or that way ah it is due to this craving it is due to this longing to this kind of attachment that's why the, this mind react in a certain way right so yeah so that's what i like to share with you all today and i hope uh, you uh, get something out of it of course because if you don't i mean why bother to continue right and yeah you know leave me a comments or message or whatever or any suggestion you want me to talk about you know and i'll be more than happy to share okay until next time namaste